Download the Rosillo and Canel podcast right now. The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. So Eck out, works it inside here for Call. Call shot, no good. Rebound taken out, and then they kick out right side. Three-pointer, good for Braden Eckout. So Eckout now has 29 points in the game. Today, it's the final day of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament from the Viero Event Center in Kearney. High School Basketball on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Elm Creek's defense knocking down a lot of passes and it's going to be stolen away here by Robbins. Robbins going to drive off glass. Good. Hannah Robbins had to knock that ball loose twice. Four games today will wrap up the 2016 tourney capped by the title contest as the two-seed Axtell battles the top-seeded Elm Creek girls and Amherst boys. It's the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament coming up next, but first it's the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to the Viero Event Center in Kearney with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. We've crowned one champion. That was the Elm Creek Lady Buffaloes just moments ago in the girls' championship game, 52-45 to over Axtell. Now the Axtell boys are hoping to pull off the upset against the third-ranked team in Class C2 in the state and the number one seed here in the Fort Carney Conference Tournament, the Amherst Broncos, who rolled Loomis in the semifinals 90 to 63, and these two teams did hook up earlier this year, uh, a little bit before Christmas, a week before Christmas. Axtell fell to the Broncos, 86 to 55, and again the fast tempo that Elm Creek likes to play can be a, a bit of an issue for teams to stay up with. But Axtell does like to run and gun, and they are an outstanding basketball team, 17 and two on the year. Amherst will be the favorite in this one, but again. If there's a team in the conference that can hang with Amherst, it would be the Wildcats. So we anticipate a very good matchup here in the boys' championship game. But again, Amherst, seen as one of the better teams in the state, they will be the favorite here tonight, that's for sure. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact the New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Well, coming up, our 16th and final game of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament that we've been able to broadcast for you here on either Classic Hits 98.9 FM or here on ESPN Radio. It'll be Axtell and Amherst for all the marbles, the boys' championship. Coming up here from the Vio Event Center as we continue with a new Tech Seed pregame show and our starting lineups right after this timeout. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. 
As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed, seed the right seed. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's first bank and trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's first bank and trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. It's time now for our starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for the uh, Axtell Wildcats, as uh, they always change their lineup around just a little bit, depending on how things go. Their starters will be Parker Six, the assist, the 6-2 senior, who averages 9.3 points and 2.6 rebounds a game. Adam Lundin is a 6'3 senior. He averages 8.4 points and 3.7 rebounds. Cody Nickel, the 5'11 senior, averages 9 points and 4.2 rebounds. August Fischel, a 6'2 senior, averages 6.4 points and right at 5 rebounds a contest. And Sturgis Hansen, 6'4 and a senior, he averages 10.1 points and 10-point rebounds per ballgame for head coach Chris Callen. The average, uh, they average about 58.4 points per ballgame. Well, they play a team that averages right at 79 a contest, nearly 80 points a game here for the Amherst Broncos. And their starters are Trevor Adlong, a 5'9 junior, and he averages about uh, 17.5 points per ballgame. And about four and a half rebounds. Holden Eckout averages 6.1 points. Uh, excuse me, is a 6'1". Is a 6'1 <laughs> sophomore. And uh, Holden on the year is averaging about 14.1 points a game. And pulling down about uh, five rebounds a contest. Trey Tobinam, a 5'11 senior, averages 9.1 points a game. And Tobinheim also uh, is able to contribute uh, about uh, two rebounds a contest. Braden Eckout, a six-foot-tall senior, is uh, one of the better players in the area. He averages 17.3 points a contest and uh, on the year has uh, been able to pull down, as I look at my numbers here, about uh, five rebounds a contest. Peyton Call, a 6'2 senior, Call is averaging about 5.8 points a ball game for head coach Bill Giffen. And again, the Broncos very deep. You'll see about four or five other guys coming in as well and being able to contribute fairly equally. Both these two teams, very senior laden. But again, you throw in Adelong, who's only a junior, and hold the neck out here for Amherst. So those are your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. The Broncos will be in their home white uniforms with the red numbers. It says Broncos across the front in silver, outlined in red. Uh, whereas Axtell will be in their road purple uniforms with the white numbers 
letters, and trim. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. We're going to step away for a moment when we come back. The opening tip for the Broncos and the Wildcats here from the Vero Event Center coming up right after this timeout. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. Non starters being introduced at the moment here for the Broncos. Non starters been announced just a little bit ago for Axtell and the starting lineups here in just a few moments. And when we wrap up with that, we'll be ready to put the ball in the air here and decide the Fort Carney Conference Championship, the 61st annual FKC Boys Tournament, wrapping up here in just a few moments. Let's get you updated on what has happened here so far today. Moments ago, the girls' championship wrapped up. Elm Creek over uh, Axtell, 52-45. to And we'll talk with Mike Ford, the championship coach of the uh, Elm Creek Lady Buffaloes. We'll talk to him at halftime of our game here today and uh, for the boys' side. And uh, the boys' consolation won by Sumner Eddieville Miller, 60-52 to over Loomis. And the Amherst Lady Broncos with a 38-27 win over Wilcox Hildreth to claim third place, the consolation game of the girls' bracket. That's what's happened so far today at the Bureau Event Center. It started off with the Amherst girls' win, followed by the SEM boys winning the consolation, and then the Elm Creek Lady Buffaloes with the conference championship 52-45 over Axtell. And now Axtell trying to win the boys' title against the favorite Amherst. Earlier tonight on our sister station, Classic Hits 98.9 FM, it was a doubleheader sweep for uh, the Kearney Catholic boys and girls. The girls... Won the conference title, somewhat as expected over Ord, 52-42. to 42. But then in a bit of a surprise, the Cardinal Catholic boys in overtime over Adams Central, 56-55. to 55. So the Stars sweep both the boys' and girls' conference titles of the Lou Platt. Don't forget that we'll have more basketball for you tomorrow right here on ESPN Radio. We'll travel to Hastings where Carney High taking on the Tigers 
And a girl-boy doubleheader will begin around 6 o'clock. And at our sister station on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, Centura will be incarnated to take on the Stars. And we'll have that uh, doubleheader for you also tipping off at around 6 o'clock in that one. So we've got you pretty much all uh, updated here. Reminder for you that we'll also have coverage throughout uh, the day on uh, both Classic Hits 98.9 FM and on ESPN Radio as we'll be in Grand Island for the Heartland Hoops Classic. And this will uh, obviously be of interest to the folks in Amherst because the morning will begin at 9 o'clock with Bruning Davenport Shickley taking on the Broncos of Amherst. And again, that will be about 9 o'clock. We'll have that game for you 9 a.m. on uh, Saturday morning. A little breakfast and basketball for you. That will be on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. And then we'll have it all the way through to the uh, 9.15 p.m. game between Aurora, Colorado, and uh, Omaha uh, South. We'll have all the games either on ESPN Radio or Classic Hits 98.9 FM. And we'll have uh, Class D wrestling for you from Cambridge as well on Saturday. And don't forget, if you're still looking for tickets to the Heartland Hoops Classic, some are still available in Kearney. You can buy them in advance at TM Sporting Goods. And, of course, you can always buy them at the door. We're all set and just about ready to get this one underway. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark. They're shaking hands at midcourt, and Sturgis Hansen will be doing the jumping here for uh, Axtell. He'll be going against uh, Braden Eckout. Actually, uh, Hansen will opt out of there. And the tip is going to be controlled here by Amherst. As they'll bring the basketball up here. Hadwiger with a quick little jumper, no good. And Hansen will pull down the rebound after the uh, quick jumper. So on the right side with the dribble here is going to be Sis. Sis enters it down low. Nice pass down low. Shot no good. And August Fischel can't come up with it. But Cody Nickel on the backside with the tip. And Cody Nickel with the putback. So now Adelong has it. Adelong's going to drive. And he'll drink it off glass. Good. Able to work his way. Pastor just Hansen went for the block. Now we're on the baseline to inbound it is Parker Sis. Sis will get it up ahead here for Fischel. Fischel down the sideline for Lundin. Lundin in the lane for Hansen. Hansen tiptoes, kicks it out for Nickel. Nickel baseline jumper, back of the iron, no good. And rebound up ahead to Amherst. They're on the run. They'll get it up ahead here to Eckhout. Eckhout can't get the uh, bucket to fall. And rebounding is going to be Nickel. Nickel. Gives it up ahead here for Lundin. Lundin throws it in the corner. There's Fischel firing a long jumper, and he hits a three. August Fischel drains the three-pointer, and it's a 5-2 lead, a long pass up ahead to Eckhout, and Holden Eckhout's going to be fouled attacking the basket. So there'll be two free throws coming up here after the foul is whistled on Adam Lundin. This will be his first foul. And the free throw for Eckhout is no good. So score remains 5-2. Axtell with the early lead. Second free throw, good. So that'll make it a two-point ball game. It's 5-3 early on. Nickel in the offensive end. is just going to hand the ball off here for official. Back to Nickel. Nickel throws it in the lane for Sturgis Hansen. Hansen's going to take it off glass a little bit too strong. And hold the neck out, pulls down the rebound after the miss. Gives it to Adelung. Adelung dribbles behind his back. 
Takes it in the lane, flips it out. Here's an open jumper for Hadwiger, and Hadwiger hits the three. Hadwiger drains the three, pass up ahead, and uh, Cody Nickel able to save it behind his back to Sturgis Hansen. Back to Nickel. Nickel steps in, fires a three. It's going to be off the mark. Rebound taken out here by uh, Amherst. They can't quite come up with it. And we're going to have a kick. That's going to be on Axtell. The kick against Axtell, so it's going to be Amherst basketball. August Fischel gets it inbounded. He's going to drop back on defense, rather. Adelong kicks out right side. Three-pointer up. No good for Hadwiger. Hadwiger can't get it to go. Long rebound out here to Eckhout. Eckhout for three. That's no good. Rebound by Sis. Sis helps bring it up court here for Axtell. Gives it to Fischel. Fischel throws it in the lane. Lundin shot won't fall. And it's going to go out of bounds. Last touch by one of the Broncos. So Cody Nickel will throw it in at the end of the Amherst bench. Along the sideline. He'll get the ball up here for August Fischel. Fischel throws it to Nickel on that right side. Nickel, top of the circle out for Fischel. Left side, three-pointer. No good for Lundin. And Sis is able to pull down the rebound. Another three-pointer, this one from Lundin, and he's going to hit it. So Adam Lundin able to stroke in the three-pointer. And that lead back out to two here for Axtell. They lead it now eight to six. Very high-paced ball game. Jumper for Amherst, no good for holding neck out. Rebound by Nickel. Up ahead, slowing it down is going to be Lundin. Lundin gives it between the circles here for Sis. Sis, back out for Nickel. Nickel kicks it right side for Fischel. Fischel inside for Sturgis Hansen. So Hansen goes up high and somewhat undercut there. So it's going to be a foul here on Amherst. That'll be on Ty Hadwiger. That'll be his first. Inbound, three-pointer here for Sis. Going to be no good. And rebound taken out of there by Amherst. On the run is going to be Braden Eckhout. Eckhout passes up ahead. Buckets good. Wow, what a transition pass to Trey Tobenheim. And Tobenheim is able to go hard to the rack, hit the shot, and now has the and-one opportunity. Well, in football, it was always Tobenheim to Eckhout. That one was a nice pass by Eckhout to Tobenheim. And the uh, foul is whistled on Sis. That'll be his first. Tobenheim will step back to the line, trying to break a nine-all tie. And his free throw is good. I said nine-all. I meant to say eight-all. Now it's nine-eight. Long pass. Parker Sis down the sideline in a little bit of trouble as Tobenheim's right with him. So they'll kick it out to Hanson. Hanson now gives left side. For Nickel. Nickel drives the baseline, takes it off glass, no good. Rebound off the hands of Axtell. Yeah, it goes off August Fischel's hands. Couldn't quite come up with it. Good position there by Braden Eckout. Keep him away from the ball. Eckout didn't want to try to go save that ball on the baseline. Colt Maxwell going to check in here for Axtell. 
And by the way, uh, Tyson Marsh hurt his ankle in the semifinals. Is expected to be able to play today. Reverse layup. Cutting in underneath is Tobenheim. Tobenheim shot no good and rebounded by Sturgis Hansen. Hansen will give it to Maxwell. Maxwell right side for Sis in the offensive end. Working against pressure by Tobenheim. Kicks in the corner. Law pass in for Hansen. Hansen will back in the lane. A big 6'5 senior will put up the shot. Going to be no good. And rebound taken out. They kick it up ahead here for Eckhout. Eckhout in transition. Kicks it out for Peyton Call. Call on the baseline for Adelung. Adelung will flip it out here for Tobenheim. And now Tobenheim will do something that uh, Amherst doesn't do a lot. And that's slow it down. Tobenheim sets a little screen there. Adelung in a little trouble. Kicks out for Tobenheim. And now Tobenheim will set up the half-court offense. 3.18 to go. Amherst up 9-8. Firing a three here is Bray Neckout. Neckout will hit the tray. Bray Neckout now his first point of the ball game. Rolled up ahead here for Sis. Sis breaks the pressure. Gives it to August Fischel. And Fischel's going to score. Axtell running right back at Amherst. Making a two-point ball game and a long pass knocked out of bounds by a hustling Colton Maxwell. It goes out of bounds. And the Rock now going to belong here to the Broncos. Checking in, Taylor Killen for the Broncos. And ball inbounded here for Trevor Adelung. Adelung working against Cody Nickel. Drives to the right wing, lobs it in underneath. Shot off glass for Hadwiger, no good, and rebounded by Axtell. Pulling down the uh, rebound there was Austin Fischel, and now Fischel's going to get an offensive rebound after the miss. He'll take it off glass, and he's going to head back the line. Strong drive there by Maxwell, couldn't get the shot to fall, and then Fischel with the rebound. So Austin Fischel. We'll be shooting two. The first one's short. The foul on Trevor Adelung is his first. And Austin with one more free throw coming up here. And it's good. In for Amherst, going to be holding that count and Trey Tobinheim. They got a quick little breather here. Check him back in with 2.35 to go. Quarter number one. 12 to 11 in a very entertaining first quarter. Amherst has the lead. Driving is going to be Adelung. Adelung in traffic, floats it in. Didn't use the glass, had a good angle for it, and he just floated over the top of the rim and in. So Axtell being pressured a little bit. Dropping back is Amherst, though. They don't really pressure a whole lot, just slowing him down. And now Cody Nickel, backdoor cut, loses the basketball on the way up. And official fighting for it down there. There's a full-fledged scrum for the basketball. It's going to be a hell ball, and it belongs to the folks wearing purple. Tobenheim was in there. Fischel for Axtell. And now inbounding the ball, I believe, is August Fischel on the uh, baseline. He slaps the ball. And they'll lob it for Sis. Parker Sis now gives it left side for Austin Fischel. His jumper going to be short. And it goes out of bounds. The official's going to talk about it. Last touch by the Broncos. So Axdell trailing it 14 to 11. Minute 57 to go. Will inbound on their baseline. Throwing it in here is going to be August Fischel. August looks, 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 and will lob for Austin. 
And Austin Fischel gives right side here for Colt Maxwell. Maxwell's going to drive off the iron, no good. And coming up with a rebound is Tobenheim, who has a long outlet pass for Holdenek out. And Holdenek out, jump stop down low, shot no good. But he's fouled that jump stop, created contact. He caught the ball, and instead of just going for the layup, he jump stopped, went right back up, and that drew the body contact. And that'll be the second foul of the game here on Parker Sis. And Holdenek out. A 54% free throw shooter to the line to shoot two. And the first one's good. 15 to 11, 144 to go here in quarter number one. Getting a little bit later start than we anticipated in part because we had a 50-minute stoppage in the girls' game because one of the lights uh, here at the arena was starting to spark and actually caught fire. They had to shut off the entire lighting system for a while. Second free throw is up and good. Eck out. So Holden now has three in the game. Across the timeline for Axdell is going to be Adam Lundin. Lundin gives right side for Tyson Marsh. Marsh is going to put up a quick little jumper and he's fouled. He's going to head to the free throw line. He was injured, turned his ankle badly. They probably couldn't have played if they uh, had action yesterday, but he was able to rest up a little bit, ice it, and they've got that ankle wrapped up and he's feeling a whole lot better and back into the game with that sprained ankle. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. Two locations in Kearney, and the free throw is good. So Marsh hits the first of two free throws after the uh, foul was called on Ty Hadwiger. And for Hadwiger, that's his second. So second free throw. That time it's off the side of the iron, and it's going to be rebounded by Holden Eckhout. Holden will get it off to his older brother, Braden. Handoff here, driving his Trevor Adelong, and Adelong splits the defense, and he'll score. He's got six in the game. And a six-point lead right now for Amherst. Backdoor cut, driving Parker Sis off glass, no good, and he's going to be called for the charge. Adelong stepped in there and took the charge. And for Sis, that's now foul number three. Wow, that uh, puts him in a little bit of foul trouble here. With a minute five to go, quarter number one, and Sis has to check out of the game. Dribbling is going to be Trey Tobenheim. Stops at the elbow, gives it out for Eckhout. Eckhout's going to float and score from 15 away. Great Eckhout. Makes it now 20-12. to 12. He's got five in the game. Again, Axtell playing well, and they still find themselves down by eight. Left side, ball knocked loose, and it's going to be an Axtell turnover. Good hands on that far side by Tobenheim to force the turnover. Adelong gives it to Eckhout. Eckhout for three. Going to be no good. And the rebound, saved. Nope, he stepped on the, uh, Tobenheim stepped on the line over there. Flipped it high in the air. Basically made for a lob pass by the glass, but they'd already blown the whistle. Cody Nickel going to inbound here for Axtell. Dangerous pass. Nickel picks it up, though. And uh, it's going to come out to this left side. A little runner here by Lundin. Lundin for Deuce. No good. But then Fischel will uh, be able to get the tip in for the rebound. So he makes the putback. August Fischel makes it a six-point ball game. Now seven seconds to go here in the quarter. Adelung kicks left side. Here's Holden for three. No good. Rebound. Picked up in the corner 
by Axtell at the buzzer. And that's going to do it. We got one quarter in the books. A very entertaining one. Amherst has a lead 20 to 14 over Axtell. It'll be Axtell, uh, no, it'll be uh, Amherst ball to start the second quarter. We come back after this. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Very entertaining first quarter of action. It is Amherst basketball to start quarter number two. They throw it in right in front of us. They give it to Trey Tobenheim. Tobenheim is going to kick left side. And Call will fire a three. No good. Offensive rebound and Hold Neck out will cash it in. Hold Neck out. Nice job making the putback there. And now push the lead out to eight. 22 to 14. Behind the three-point arc, Sturgis Hansen has the basketball. We'll lob it in the lane here for Maxwell. Maxwell, 15 feet away, lobs it down low. In trouble, taking it off glass is going to be Lundeen, and Lundeen will go to the line. Nice dish inside to really kind of get things started there. Defense collapsed on him, but Lundeen will be shooting two after he was fouled by call. And the free throw is no good. Second free throw is good. So ball being worked around the perimeter. Pass down low. Shot good. Holden out just cutting through on that baseline. Got a great pass. It's now 24 to 15. Nickel, great pass down low. Scoring easily is going to be Fischel. August Fischel got a brilliant pass from Cody Nickel. Good pressure put on Nickel outside the lane, top of the key, and was able to snap it in there. But answering right back is going to be Trey Tobinon, who hits the three. Well, a guy named Trey ought to be able to hit a three. Now a 10-point lead. Trail three here for Cody Nickel. Nickel, that lefty shot, going to be no good. And the long rebound taken out here by the Broncos. Dribbling up is Breeden Eckout. Eckout off the iron, no good. Nickel with the rebound. And we're going to have a timeout. Axtell wants to call a timeout. They want to slow it down a little bit here with 6.31 to go. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 6.31 to go, second quarter. It's 27-17, a 10-point lead for Amherst. Axtell has the ball. We come back. 
If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weegis, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Two teams that like to run the floor, and they're running the floor. It's Amherst 27 to 17 over Axdell. Wildcats will lob it in the lane here for Sturgis Hansen. Hansen, nice ball fake. Puts up a shot, no good. And rebound by Holden Eckhout. Holden kicks it up ahead here. Now left side. There's Tobenheim for three. That's going to be no good. And we got a foul on the rebound. Bucket's going to count here. For Peyton Call. Call with the and one opportunity. And so that will be on Cody Nickel. That is his first foul. And Call's free throw is no good. Rebounded by Hansen. So left side, dribbling with the ball here is going to be August Fischel. Fischel lost it momentarily, but is able to kick it out for Cody Nickel. Man-to-man is Amherst right now. And they'll throw it between the circles for Colton Maxwell. They cycle through as they get the ball left side. Fade away here for Lundeen, and Lundeen hits the shot. So Adam Lundeen with the bucket, and we're going to have a little hand-check foul called on that far side. I think that's going to come on Lundeen. That'll be his second. Second foul on Lundin. Now six is a team on Axtell with 5.42 to go here in the first half. With it is Trey Tobenheim. Tobenheim going to back out. Give it to get it inside here for Peyton Call. Call, great pass. Inside, that's the layup for Holden Eckout. Good extra pass there by Call to set up Holden for an easy bucket. And they now lead up by a dozen. 31 to 19. Entry pass on the left side here for Austin Fischel. Fischel gave it away, got it back, puts up a little runner, contested shot there, no good. And coming down with the rebound is going to be Call. Out for Adelung. They spread the floor. Adelung's going to drive. Shot off the iron, no good. He was a little out of control and rebounded by Lundin. Lundin, being harassed by Adelung, brings in the offensive end. They'll lob it up ahead here for Cody Nickel. Nickel throws it to the elbow for Maxwell. Maxwell on the way to the basket. is going to be fouled by Bray Neckout. That'll be his first. Oh, check that. They actually gave the foul to uh, Trevor Adelon. Well, they were both there. And Adelon with his second foul. Parker Sis checking into the game. is going to inbound on the baseline. Tyson Marsh also came into the, into the game. Long pass. Going to be picked up by Maxwell. Maxwell loses it. That'll be an Axtell turnover. And the Broncos are on the run. They get it out to Tobenheim. Tobenheim shot no good. That contested shot no good. And then we've got a foul trying to get the ball back on Amherst. Taylor Killen going to be called for the foul. So 4.38 to go here before halftime, 31-19, to 12-point lead for Amherst, but the Wildcats with the basketball. 
Parker Sis will uh, bring it in the offensive end. They're being somewhat patient here. Off of the screen, Maxwell's going to dribble all the way down to the baseline. Lob inside for Maxwell. Maxwell gets it inside for Tyson Marsh, and Marsh will score. Bucket there for Tyson Marsh. Cuts the lead down to 10. Here's Tobenheim kicking in the corner for Holdenek out, and Holden hits a three. Holdenek out, draining that three-pointer to push the lead back out to 13. You score, and then Amherst just comes right back at you. Parker says he's going to try a fadeaway three. That's going to be no good. And uh, rebound out for Amherst. Pass up ahead, and off the iron, rattling it in, is going to be Taylor Killen. So Killen on the fast break, pushes the lead to 15, 36-21. At the elbow, Marsh has it. Marsh is going to drive, and Marsh now will head to the line as he's pretty aggressive there. Nice work there. For Tyson Marsh. The foul, the foul is going to be on uh, call. And for Peyton Call, that's going to be his second foul. Marsh with the free throw. It's uh, up and no good. Marsh with three points in the game. Misses the free throw here, and Holdenek out with the rebound. Holden up ahead here for Braden. Braden neck out, gives it to Holden, back to Braden. Braden working against Parker Sis, will back up and hit a three. Creates a little bit of space, and Braden neck out, strokes in the three-pointer, and Axtell wants to call a timeout with 3.14 to go. They trail it 39-21 with 3.14 to go before halftime. And Amherst putting on a show. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll be back to the Bureau Event Center right after this timeout. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Glad you could join us for coverage of the Fort Kearney Conference Championship game. If you're listening over the air at uh, ESPN 1460 in Kearney, KXPN or KICS in Hastings at 1550 or online. And our internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. You can always find us at platriverpreps.com. Ball to Marsh, top of the circle. He's going to throw the ball inside here for uh, Axdell. And a nice drive there by Austin Fischel as Fischel will put it in. Trying to answer back here is uh, Trey Tobenheim. A little spin move. He's a little out of control. Puts up an air ball, and Fischel will pull down the rebound. So Fischel gives it to Sis here for Axtell. 2.40 to go before halftime, and Lundin is going to fire an NBA three. No good. Hold the neck out. will pull down the rebound, and we're going to have a little hand check foul called on Axtell. That'll be their seventh team foul. Both teams with seven. And the foul... On Parker Sis is going to be his fourth. 
So Parker Sis called for his fourth foul. He's got four of the seven fouls here, and Braden Eckhout will go to the free throw lane for the front end of a one-and-one. One. He misses it. And rebound by Austin Fischel for Axtell. They get it off here for Lundin. Gives it to August. August Fischel over for Adam Lundin. Lundin's three-pointer off the iron, no good. And we've got a foul is still in the game with those four fouls as Parker Sis. Why not? You gotta you gotta keep shooting all your shots off here. Got to keep firing with all your guns, and Parker Sis is one of the better guns. He got the rebound here, and he got fouled by Trey Tobenheim. So Sis with the front end of a one-and-one one, is able to roll it in to make it now 39-24. And the second free throw is up and in. And by the way, since we uh, were able to wrap up the uh, – Lou Platt Conference game a little bit earlier. Also on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. We got you everywhere. ESPN Radio, Classic Hits 98.9, and of course at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And a great matchup here. Amherst playing very well, leading at 39-25. Axtell playing pretty good basketball too, even though they're down by 14. On the baseline, Eckhout's going to give it off right side. Long three-pointer for Amherst. It's partially deflected, so Blake Kreitz's shot ends up being a little short, and it's rebounded by the Wildcats. Coming out with his August Fischel, and Fischel wants the ball back from Cody Nickel near midcourt. He'll snap it left side here for Adam Lundin. Lundin gets it to Nickel on the baseline. Extra pass inside for Hanson. Great pass. Shot no good. Hanson with the rebound. Hanson fouled as he makes the bucket. Sturgis Hanson down low, making the putback after the miss, and that was a nice pass by Nickel to set up Hanson on the first shot, and then he's fouled by Kreitz. So an and one for Sturgis Hansen. And the free throw was good. That'll make it now 39-28. We got a minute and a half to go here. Don't forget at halftime, we'll talk with Mike Ford, head coach for the Elm Creek girls, as they won the conference title earlier tonight. Left side, August, uh, the uh, jumper over there for Eckout, going to be no good. Kreitz is going to fire a three. His three, also no good. Holdenek out with another rebound, and he loses the basketball. That'll be a Amherst turnover as Hansen comes up with it. Lob pass to Nickel. Nickel's going to lay it in. So Nickel running the floor got the assist from August Fischel as Fischel got that long outlet pass after the loose ball. Now driving is Trey Tobenheim. Shot off in the corner around the perimeter. Braden has it. Braden shoots as they shot blocked and pulled down by August Fischel. Official comes up with it, and now here's Cody Nickel. Nickel off of the screen, takes it all the way off glass. Good. Cody Nickel with the bucket, and Sturgis Hansen posting up there. That post up was as good as any screen you're ever going to see. Little run here by Axtell. Cuts the lead down to seven, and a timeout for the Broncos. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Nice run here for the Wildcats to make it 39-32, a seven-point lead for Amherst, and they'll inbound the ball when we come back to the Bureau Event Center after this timeout. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. 
Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. An 11-0 run right now for Axtell. Amherst has the basketball, though. They still lead it by 7, 39-32. And they're going to look to milk the clock here, I would think. Bray Neck out with 20 seconds left as the top of the circle. Hands off here for Adelung. Adelung with the handoff here to Tobenheim. Tobenheim working against pressure here by Austin Fischl. 11 seconds. Still dribbling here is Tobenheim. Tobenheim right side. They try to double-team him. Loses the basketball, hold the neck out, little ball fake. He's going to put up a tough three-pointer off the iron. No good. Cody Nickel pulls down the rebound, and that's going to do it. Well, the first half ends with an Axtell 11-0 run to turn an 18-point ball game down to a 7-point game. 39-32 at intermission. Amherst with the lead. Momentum heading to the locker room belongs to the folks wearing purple. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. We'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's first bank and trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust, what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. We're at halftime of the boys' championship game, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We're at the break here where Axtell is uh, trailing Amherst 39 to 32 at halftime. They ended the uh, Axtell ended the second quarter on an 11-0 run. And earlier tonight, it was Elm Creek winning the conference championship with a 52-45 win over Axtell. Kind of to join us is the conference champion coach, Mike Ford. And that brings a nice little smile to your, fo- your face. Congratulations, sure. Mike. That's a nice win. You know what? It, uh, it, it's a nice win to, to come into a conference uh, tournament. 
play well and, and get matched up with a, a really good team like Axtell and, and to, to come away with a win against a team like that anytime is great. That, that fourth quarter, really very, very tight. And, and to me, one of the big differences in the game all throughout the game was your guys' rebounding and leading the way. I was just really impressed with Claire Cornell. I had her for 15 rebounds in the game. Yep. And I think she, about every other rebound in the fourth quarter went to number 11. You know what? She, she just has a nose for the ball. And, and uh, Allie Bauer does a nice job on the, on the boards also. But uh, we, we tried to keep those girls down low in, in, in our zones and in, uh, in our man. So... Uh, they're able to. They, they find the ball by themselves, but uh, when you put them in position to, to be close to those uh, defensive rebounds, they do a very nice job. And I, I had you guys' rebounding edge in the game being 35 to 19, and that wow. fair number of those who were offensive as sure. well. They turned into some easy points. Sure. No, it. Uh, we knew that. Uh, that's been something we've been lacking here in the last couple of weeks, and and a uh, couple couple of our close losses uh, to Pleasanton and Ravenna, we did not rebound the ball very well, and and they did a very nice job those two nights of rebounding and. And so we we, uh, we want to make it a point here the, the last uh, little bit of this season to, to make sure that we get on the boards and, and uh, secure those rebounds. Uh, and it, we had a, kind of a weird game. We had a stoppage with the lights and that yeah. sort of thing. And I don't know. I, I don't know. You look at your team, and you, you probably know this answer to this a whole lot better, but they're pretty loose. Yeah. I mean, they're doing the chicken dance and all that other stuff. I mean, but when the game came, they were very, very focused. You have to kind of like what their mental makeup is like because they're, they're focused, but they're not – too focused. But it's it's one of those things where we're we're here to have fun. It takes a it takes an awful lot to get to a championship, and and uh, you know that that was obviously something that, that we hadn't planned on. And, and so I said, hey, keep keep your blood pumping. And then they start playing music, and I I, I loved it. I just I let it go, and and that the, they didn't take this, the moment too serious. And and like I said, when when the game came back, they were focused and ready to go. But uh, you know, they uh, we've been talking to them all season long, especially in these big games. Don't let the moment overtake what you want to get done, and don't don't be scared of the moment. So when I saw that was happening, uh, my coach and I we uh, we just kind of <laughs> chuckled ourselves and said, "It is it's good stuff because we don't know when the lights are going to come back on." And 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 they they stayed loose. It was yeah, good. And I and I chuckled too. I mean, I I really did like that because yeah. again, you, know, you have to be somewhat loose. You can't play too tight. Sure. And again, their focus certainly was there. And I don't want to give out the illusion that uh, I didn't think that that was the case. Um, again, uh, great effort by Cornell. She finished with uh, 10 points, 15 rebounds, according to my records. But Asia Reda, I had her with 14. Yeah. You know, solid game there. Uh, you've got 13 from Allie Bauer. You talked about her a little bit. This really is a team effort. And, and a lot of our wins have been. We, we've had a couple kids with a 20-point 20, 20 game here and there. But um, when you can have four or five kids that are hovering around that 8- to 15-point to range, uh, you just can't take your eyes off of, of anybody. And, and Asia Rady and I uh, had kind of talked to some other people about uh, it was kind of role players. Uh, Asia isn't necessarily – she's a ball handler. Uh, she's an outstanding passer for us. Um, but she's not uh, particularly a, a high score for us every night. But she's one of those kids that can go for 10 to 15 if you don't uh, uh, keep an eye on her. And, and tonight she was she was certainly the difference. Um, you know, when, when they came back and had their nice run and took a one-point lead, she was the one that – that got us a lead right back, and, and then we didn't relinquish that lead again. So uh, she she played an outstanding game, and, and usually I, I'm I'm talking about her with her defensive effort and stuff that doesn't show up in the in the uh, the box scores. But tonight she certainly showed up in the box scores. But it was still uh, her defensive effort that that is uh, priceless to me. Axtell, a, a very good basketball team, and and for you, especially that fourth quarter to be able to kind of build that lead, distance things out, and hold on 52-45. to 45. Is this your best game 
of the year so far? You know what? When you talk about the moments, the, the, the moment and, and how big the game was and and, uh, and what it means, we've been here the last two years in the championship. Last year it was against Axtell. Um, I think it, you have to put it right up there with one of our best performances of the year. We, uh, um, I still have a young team. I still have a lot of, a lot of freshmen and sophomores on, on the floor. And so at any time, you, you, you might expect those kids to fold and let the moment overtake them. And they did surprise me a little bit in just the way they handled, handled the runs. I mean, it, no one really went on a big run tonight, but uh, um, when they had their run, we would come right back with some composure and, and run some offense and be patient, get a shot off, and, and uh, just do well. So it, uh, it was a very good game, and, and uh, my young kids played really well. Not a lot of season left. You, you play at Elwood tomorrow. You know, this week is kind of about it. And yep. Then you start heading to sub-district play. Is this team kind of where you – you always want to be better, of course. Yep. But is this team pretty much where you want to be right now? I think I think a, a win here just, just catapults us into the last two games of the season. And um, we're, we're playing probably offensively our best. Uh, our, our best right now, and that's just from a composure standpoint. Um, I'd love to score 80 points a game, but um, that hasn't quite been our makeup. But we, we can do that. But uh, um, yeah, we're we're uh, we're just poised to finish off the regular season and uh, head into next Tuesday and and see who we get uh, in the sub district tournament. Hey, go get it, Mike. Appreciate right. the time, Thanks, Randy. Mike Ford, head basketball coach for the Elm Creek Lady Buffaloes. They win the conference title, 52 to 45. We're at halftime of the uh, boys championship and Axtell ends it with an 11-0 run at the end of the second quarter and right now Amherst leads it 39 to 32. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back we'll take a look at our numbers and continue with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report after this. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS. Resources for enriching lives. Welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Our halftime score, 39-32. Lead belongs to Amherst. We'll check the numbers here for Axtell. August Fischel leading the way with nine points, a couple of rebounds. Adam Lundin has six points, a rebound. Cody Nichols, six points, five rebounds. Austin Fischel, three points, a couple of rebounds. Tyson Marsh has three points. Sturgis Hansen with three points, four rebounds. And Parker Sis with two points here at intermission. Meanwhile, for Amherst, leading it by 7, 39-32. They're being led by Holden Eckout, who has a dozen points and five rebounds. Braden Eckout has eight points, three rebounds. Trevor Edelung, six points. Trey Tobenheim with six points, four rebounds. Ty Hadwiger has three points. Peyton Call with a couple points and a rebound. And Taylor Killen with two points as well. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ball inbounded here for Axdell, who, as I said, on an 11-0 run, see if they can stay hot here, but they get the ball inside for Sturgis Hansen. Hansen has it stripped away, so Axdell turns it over. Adelong brings it up ahead, gives it to Eckout. Holden Eckout gives it here for Adelong. Adelong dumps into the corner. little penetration here for Tobenheim. 
Nice ball movement. Tobenheim gets it back on the baseline, has an open runner, misses the shot, and rebounded by Hansen. So Hansen ends the possession uh, one and done, but a good look at it there for Amherst. Hansen now has it top of the circle. Could have had a trail three. That's not really his game, though. He'll kick the ball here left side for Austin Fischel. Top of the circle. They get it to uh, Colton Maxwell. Maxwell gives it to Nickel on that left side. Nickel's going to penetrate, working against Holden Eckout, has a shot blocked by Call, and long outlet pass up ahead here for Trey Tobenheim. Tobenheim loses the basketball on the way up, but he was fouled in the process. And so nice job defensively as Tobenheim got the, the block and then outletted the ball. Tobenheim now going to the free throw line. Excuse me, it was Eckhout who had the block and outletted it. Tobenheim on the other end. He'll shoot two free throws. The first one's up and good. The foul was on August Fischel. So that stops the 11-0 run, and both free throws are good here for Tobenheim. He's got eight in the game now. And Cody Nickel facing some pressure, gets the ball back after inbounding it. He's working against uh, the pressure there by Trevor Adelung, and they get it off on a trail three. Then This is going to be an NBA three that's going to be a little bit short here for Adam Lundin. But the rebound to Axtell. Driving now is Maxwell off glass. Good. Nice drive there by Colton Maxwell as he knifed through there. Kick in the corner for Adelung. He had it lobbed over there by Trey Tobenheim. Now Tobenheim stands between the circles, gets the pass from Adelung. He's being pressured there by Cody Nickel. Right side, jumper up and good for Ty Hadwiger. Hadwiger pulls the trigger on that right side from about 14 feet away and drains it. Here's a little spin move. That's a tough shot for Lundeen. And Lundeen, a little floater up and good. Adam Lundeen starting the second half. Very effectively. Quick jumper on that left side. Sturgis Hansen will pull down the missed three-pointer by Hadwiger. And pass inside for Hansen. Hansen hands the nickel. Nickel steps through the lane and will lay it up with that dominant left hand. Good set there. On the run, Trey Tobenheim in the lane. Back out. Open jumper from 15 foot. That's money in the bank for Braden Eckout. Got the ball right at the free throw line and a great pass. Wide open from 15 feet from the free throw line for uh, Braden Eckhout. Here, August Fischel is going to drive the baseline. Shot no good. Rebounded by Amherst. Coming out there is going to be Eckhout. Eckhout drives all the way, takes it off the iron and in. Braden Eckhout, rebound on one end, bucket on the other, weaving his way through the defense. And the foul on August Fischel will be his second of the half. And his second in the game. And the and one here for Eckout is up and good. Braden Eckout now with the Baker's Dunnison. He's got 13. And now Axtell will slow it down just a little bit. Adam Lundin slowly in the offensive end. We'll throw it for Hansen. Sturgis has it right side. Entry pass knocked loose, but Johnny in the spot there is Cody Nickel to keep the possession. He'll stop at the top of the circle. Ball goes through the hands of Eckout, and it is going to be picked up here by Tobenheim. Tobenheim is going to drive. Tobenheim off the back of the iron. No good. And it goes out of bounds. 
Now the fans want a charge call. Cody Nickel was down there. They, even though there's not a restricted circle in high school basketball, that far underneath, you probably need to have better position than what he had. Holding that great neck out on the inbounds, works it around. They give it to Hadwiger. Hadwiger's going to fire a three. No good. Offensive rebound by Holden, and Holden will lay it in. Holden Eckout with a strong drive and running through the uh, screen is going to be Adelong, and Adelong's going to be called for the foul. That's going to be his third foul. That was a good, solid screen by Adam Lundin, set near midcourt, and now Lundin will get the ball into the offensive end. Lob pass into Sturgis Hansen. He loses it and is able to kick the ball back out, and then the three-pointer is good for August Fischel. So Fischel drains the three to make it now 50-41, a nine-point lead for the Broncos. And a three-pointer on the left side is blocked, but in the hands of Hadwiger, and Hadwiger's going to score. Eleven-point lead, 52-41. Walking through traffic here is going to be Axtell. They turn the ball over on the run. Here is Eckhout. Eckhout's going to take it off the iron. No good. Hadwiger can't come up with a rebound. Fischel does. So after the Axtell turnover, no points here for Amherst. Kick into the corner. Penetration, Maxwell. No good. Rebound by Holden Eckhout. And here come the Broncos. Holden, nice pass right side for Braden. And Braden will lay it in. And a timeout being taken here by Axtell. 3.27 to go. Just that flurry for Amherst. They push that lead back out to 13. It's 54-41. 3.27 to go here in the third quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to the Bureau Event Center after this. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. 54-41, 13-point lead. Here for Amherst. And Axtell is not, uh, not, not backing down. Here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM as well as the ESPN Superstation in central Nebraska. And at PlatteRiverPreps.com. All inbounded. For Colton Maxwell. Maxwell is going to be picked up man-to-man by Trey Tobenheim. Still in the backcourt. Maxwell brings it across the timeline. Has the ball knocked loose. And that will be an Axtell turnover. And then the outlet pass is going to be intercepted on the backside here by August Fischel. So Axtell gets the ball back. They get it to the elbow here for Sturgis Hansen. Hansen will turn around. Jumper no good. Offensive rebound shot too strong. And then the tip inside for Tyson Marsh. 
Marsh can't get the uh, shot to fall, but he'll head to the free throw line. Good work there on the glass as one of the rebounds was taken by uh, Austin Fischel. He couldn't get the putback to go after the miss, but with all that work, it, uh, we're trying to find the ball as it's uh, underneath the uh, scores, the uh, media table here. And the long blue curtain kind of makes it hard to, to, to see where the ball's at. Tyson Marsh will be to the free throw line, shooting two. He was fouled by Trey Tobenheim, and for Tobenheim, that's his second foul. And the free throw is no good. So Marsh with three in the game. And checking back in is Parker Sis. Now, Sis has four fouls. That's why he didn't start the second half. You can't protect him a whole lot because you need him out there. You're, you're down by a 13 to one of the better teams in the state. Second free throw for Marsh. That one's up and in. So here comes Amherst. Up by a dozen. And they'll give it off here left wing for Ty Hadwiger. And they're a little sloppy with it. Hadwiger actually runs into Eckout. Hadwiger picks it up, gives it to Eckout. Eckout's going to fire a three. No good. And Hadwiger will pull down the rebound. Call will uh, set a screen there after giving it on the right side for Eckout. And Eckout's going to drain a three. Braden Eckout with the three-pointer to push the lead out to 15. Here comes Parker Sis. Oh, they're going to call that a two. Law pass inside. Backing in here is uh, going to be Fischel. Fischel kicks it out for Sturgis Hansen. Hansen fires a three, and we've got a foul on the rebound. That will go against Axtell. That'll be there for it as a team. And it's the first here on Austin Fischel. So slowing it down, directing traffic, Trevor Adelon. He's picked up there man-to-man by Parker Sis, and he loses the basketball. Amherst turns it over. Slowing down is going to be Tyson Marsh. He'll throw up ahead here for Fischel. Doesn't, didn't have an angle, doesn't want to throw it away. And then Tyson Marsh, 6'4", senior, will work the ball around. They'll lob it to the free-throw line here for Austin Fischel, and Austin will drive and just bleed it over the top of that rim and in. So Austin Fischel, good, strong drive to the basket. Trey Tobenheim is going to kick right side. Call fires a three. No good. And a rebound for Axtell. Coming up with it is Tyson Marsh. And now Marsh, 15 feet away. He'll pull up the uh, two-pointer. No good. Rebounded by Amherst. Holden got it. They get it up ahead here for Trey Tobenheim. Tobenheim extra pass in the lane. They're going to kick it out. And here's Braden out for three, and he's got it. I said Braden meant to say Holden. It's Holden out and stroked it in. And it's now 59-44. 15-point lead for Amherst with 55 seconds to go in the quarter. Pass on that left side is going to be knocked out of bounds by Adelong. But Adelong has picked up his fourth foul. He got him on the body when he stepped in there and tried to intercept the pass. So he has four. Parker Sis has four for Axtell. So a couple of starters, one for each team with four fouls. So inbounded for Cody Nickel. 
Nickel working against the pressure of Tabenheim will dribble that left side. A lot of contact, and they're going to call a foul on call. So Peyton Call with his third foul. Next will inbound. Five-second count going on. They'll lob it. It's tipped around, and the, do they have room? Nope. Last touch by Amherst. They were trying to tip it up ahead there. Peyton Call couldn't find the ball immediately. If he would had the right angle at it, he might have been able to get there. He wasn't for lack of effort, though. He slid trying to save the ball and couldn't quite come up with it. So Axtell will maintain the possession here. 43 seconds to go in the third quarter. Off of a screen, Nickel. He'll give it top of the circle here for August Fischel. August on the dribble. Man-to-man is Amherst. Three-pointer on the right side. Going to be short for Tyson Marsh. And rebound taken out by Axtell. It's uh, Eckout who has it. They'll hand it off here for Ty Hadwiger. 21 seconds left. Three-pointer, no good for Hadwiger. And a uh, nice save there on the rebound. By Ty Hadwiger. Eight seconds left. Driving here is Tobenheim. Tobenheim loses the ball on the way up, and they're just going to say no harm, no foul there as the ball goes out of bounds. I don't know whether to call that an Amherst miss because he lost the ball on the way up or an Amherst turnover. In any event, it's going to be Axtell basketball with 5.6 to go here in the third quarter. Cody Nickel throws it up ahead to Sis. Sis has it in the offensive end. He'll hand the ball off. Here's an open three, and it's off the iron for Adam Lundin. Lundin had a pretty good look at it, but his three-pointer won't fall. And we head to the fourth quarter, a 15-point lead for Amherst, 59-44 to over Axtell. We'll be back with the final quarter of the Fort Kearney Conference championship game with it 59-44 in favor of Amherst. It'll be uh, their basketball. We come back after this. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Broncos with the basketball and a 59-44 lead to start the fourth quarter here on Classic Hits 98-9 at ESPN 1460, 15-50 in Hastings. Entry pass inside for uh, Tobenheim. Tobenheim has to kick it out. Three-second count's going on. He gets out of there. He's holding that cat. Well, drive, hang it on the rim, and score. Start on the right wing, went all the way through the lane, was able to get it on the iron, and it just edged over the front. As the foul is going to be called on Sturgis Hansen. That's just a first on the big man. But an and one here for holding neck out. And his free throw bounces around and is no good. 
And pulling down the basketball and slowing down a little bit with it is going to be August Fischel. Fischel now gets the ball back. He'll shoot a three in transition and is fouled. He's going to line for two. He had his toe on the line. And the foul on Holden Eckhout, that's his first. So Fischel with two free throws. And the first one is no good. He's got one more coming. Second free throw is good. So Peyton Call will inbound it. Gets it off here for Trey Tobenheim. Maxdell will pick up the defense at half court. They're going man-to-man. With it right now is uh, Braden Eckout. The task of keeping him in check is going to be August Fischels. They give it top of the circle here for Peyton Call. Call gets it down low. Tobenheim leans in and scores. Great pass to set up Tobenheim. And it's now 63-45. to 45. Seven to go. Driving here is going to be Parker Sis. And there's going to be a foul called on the uh, block here for Trey Tobenheim. For Tobenheim, that's going to be his third. The Amherst folks thought that he had pretty good position, was hoping that Parker Sis had collected his fifth foul. So Sturgis Hansen will inbound on the baseline. They're going to bring Sis out here a little bit, maybe protect him a little bit more with those four fouls. He has four. Trevor Anlong for Amherst also has four. Ball inbounded to the free throw line here for August Fischel. Gives it to Cody Nickel. Nickel on the baseline, looking inside for Hansen. He'll kick it out instead. Here's an NBA three for Lundin. That's going to be off the mark and rebounded by Hadwiger. So here comes Amherst, and they're going to slow it down a little bit, at least by their standards. Tobenheim lobs it down low. It's deflected by Axtell, so that'll be an Amherst turnover. Coming up with the loose ball is Cody Nickel. He'll slow it down, get a screen on that left side, will drive that way, puts it off the iron. It's in, and he's fouled. A quick drive, and I do mean quick, by Cody Nickel. With that dominant left hand. And the foul on Peyton Call. Is going to be his fourth. So Sims trying to finish a three-point play here. His team's down by 16. They need every point they can get their greedy little mitts on. Free throw is up, back the iron, and no good. And rebounded by Amherst. Another rebound here by Hadwiger. The pass up ahead, too strong. Amherst turns it over. Again, Amherst, uh, they, they play very, very quick. And I've got Amherst now with uh, seven turnovers in the game. Both teams have turned the ball over seven times. Compared to how much pressure they're facing, that's not bad. Lob for Hansen. He'll kick it left side. Penetration here for Maxwell. Maxwell, all the way to the rack, will score. Colt Maxwell with the bucket. And he's now got four in the game. Right side, Adelung is going to kick it left side. Hadwiger's long jumper no good and rebounded by Nickel. So Nickel pulls down the rebound after the miss. And now an NBA three on that left side for Adam Lundin. That's one's going to go off the iron and out of bounds. And it's 63-49. Axtell is going to make a substitution, and Amherst is going to call a timeout with 5.43 to go. 
It's 63-49. Broncos with the lead, and they'll have the basketball. We come back to the Vero Event Center after this timeout. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weegis, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Welcome back to the Bureau Event Center. The Broncos inbounded on uh, the baseline. They got 94 feet to go to score. They inbounded for Trey Tobenheim. Tobenheim in the offensive end real quick, working against Cody Nickel. A little D-cut with the basketball. Lobs at top of the circle here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger gives it back out here for Tobenheim. And now Adelung will slow down the offense. Dribbles to that left side, looking for a backdoor cut. It's not there, so he'll kick the ball back out here for Braden Eckout. Braden has 17, loses the ball. It's on the ground. There's a scrum. Coming up with it is uh, Eckout and a timeout being taken here by Amherst. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. They call the timeout to maintain the possession with 5.17 to go. They lead it 63-49 back to the Bureau Event Center after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Back in the Vero Event Center. Good hustle there and a nice decision to call the timeout so you don't turn the ball over. you got some timeouts left. I still have Amherst with three timeouts in the game. Dribbling here is Adelung in the offensive end. He'll hand the ball off to Hadwiger. Hadwiger stops in the lane, and he'll kick it back out to Adelung. Adelung hands off for a hold and neck out. Back to Hadwiger. Hadwiger kicks right side. A lot of motion. They're moving very effectively. Adelung on that right side will find a backdoor cutter, and now a foul. Driving through there is going to be Trey Tobenheim, and Tobenheim is going to have a couple of free throws. Well, the Eckout brothers, they're pretty special. Holden's got 21, Braden with 17. That's a special team effort brought to you by the special people at Acera Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that care with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Acera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Trey Tobin, and I'm at the free throw line, shooting two. First one's no good. And the second one is on the way. And that one's a little bit short as well. And rebounded by Lundin. Lundin was called for the foul a little bit ago. That's his third. And he'll help bring it up court. He throws it on the baseline here for Tyson Marsh. And Marsh with a, with a nice little post move. He'll score. So good work there for Tyson Marsh. Quick jumper on that left side. Another rebound here by Lundin. 
So Lundin snags the rebound. Now he's backing in against Adelung. And the lead down to a dozen. Cody Nickel off of a screen. Lobs it down low. Trying to make the catch there is Marsh. It went off of Marsh's hands and out of bounds. Good work there by Holden out to knock the ball loose. Marsh then tried to pick it up off of that high bounce, and it went off his fingers and out of bounds. So inbounded here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger is going to hand off to Tobenheim. Tobenheim shut off by Nickel. Now we'll give it to Hadwiger. Hadwiger penetrates, kicks left side. Holden will fire the three. No good. Offensive rebound for Holden, and he'll put it in. Nice job there by Holden Eckhout. Essentially making the putback. He had to drive with it. About three strong dribbles as he got it top of the circle. Handoff here for Cody Nickel. Nickel with the dribble. Goes left side with 3.40 to go. Gives it to the free throw line. Backing in, driving. Shot by August Fischel, and it's good. Fischel with a nice drive. And now right side, here's Eckhout. Braden Eckhout's two won't fall. And coming out with the rebound is going to be Cody Nickel. That's just kind of what they do. You, you don't, just because you're up doesn't mean, by a dozen, doesn't mean you just start milking the clock here. You still have to play your game. Worst thing you can do is sit on the lead. you got to play your style of ball. This is what Amherst does. And they just force the turnover. They snick in the back door, and Trey Tobenheim comes up with a steal. So Axtell turns it over, gives it up ahead here for Adelong. Adelong, nice pass down low, bucket for a hold the neck out. So 67-53, and uh, we got our own stoppage here. As kind of wheezing and uh, appearing to be somewhat hurt there is August Fischel. Fischel comes out as he's starting to cramp. So they're going to work out a cramp for him. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back to the game of life, two locations in Carnot. In Kearney. Entry pass for Sturgis Hansen. He'll give us the top of the circle here for Colton Maxwell. Maxwell drives and he'll score. Colton Maxwell, the strong drive. Sturgis Hansen posting up there, kind of served as a screener as well. Braden Eckhout fires a three. No good. Rebound by Axtell. So the Wildcats will slow it down a little bit. Parker Sis throws it between the circles, gives it to Lundeen. Lundeen. To Colton Maxwell. Top of the circle here for Adam. Adam Lundin drives, will flip off glass, no good. And Sturgis Hansen's going to be called for the foul. Tied to Hadwiger, had the rebound. And then Hansen commits the foul, trying to, trying to get to it. It's only his second. Now six as a team on Axtell. Thing is, if you start sending. Amherst to the free throw line. They're a very good free throw shooting team. They're up by a dozen with two minutes to go. 67-55. Adelong in the offensive end is going to hand the ball off here for Tobenheim. Tobenheim working here against uh, Austin Fischel. Now they'll hand the ball off here for Braden out. Braden picked up by Parker Sis. Braden with the dribble, not closely guarded. Gives it for his little brother. Braden gives it to Tobenheim, and then Tobenheim, they're going to commit the foul and send him to the line. Yeah, and they're good free throw shooters. And a one and one coming up here for Trey Tobenheim. 
Tommenheim, free throw short. And a rebound by Holden Eckout. So Eckout with the putback. With the put so left side, they work it down low. Up high is Parker Sis. Parker Sis takes it off the glass. It's still a 12-point ball game with a minute 16 to go. And now a foul by Maxwell. So Adelong will go to the free throw line. Adelong, a 76% free throw shooter. They're 56% as a team. So Braden Eckout shoots uh, 87%. Adelong at 76%. That's who Amherst will want to have the ball in their hands so they get to the free throw line. Adelong hits the first of two. Makes it now 70-57 as August Fischel is going to check in here for Axtell. Second free throw for Adelong, up and good. 71-57, 14-point lead for Amherst. And on the bounce here is going to be Colt Maxwell. Maxwell working against Adelong. Picks it up on the right wing. Five-second count going on. Gets it out here for Adam Lundin. Lundin can't shoot over the top of Hadwager. He's going to fire a three, draws iron. Rebound is uh, in the hands of Amherst, and we're going to have a foul called as Bray Neckout pulls down the rebound after the miss. And again, that's who they want at the line. He's an 87% free throw shooter. This will be a one and one. This will be the final one and one of the game here for Amherst. Because that's now nine team fouls. So the free throw is up and no good. Rebound for uh, Axtell. August Fischel pulls down the rebound. He still dribbles in the offensive end. It goes off of Maxwell's leg. Maxwell will dribble, flip out here for Lundin. Lundin steps to the free throw line, kicks in the corner for Sis. Sis is going to fire a three. That's going to be no good, and we've got a foul on the rebound. The foul will go on the Broncos. That'll be on holding that count. That'll be just his second. And a one-and-one one here for Adam Lundin. 39.4 to go, a 14-point lead, and the free throw is uh, no good. And my apologies, I thought it was a one-and-one. One. They said he was in the act of shooting, so he will earn the bonus here. He doesn't earn the bonus. He has a second free throw. And it is up, rolling around, and no good. So he goes over, and it's rebounded by Eckhout. Holden will outlet it, and then there'll be a foul called. So we'll walk through the other end, and we'll shoot two free throws as the foul will be on Colt Maxwell. That's going to be his third. And Trevor Adelung to the line. He got the ball and didn't even try to pass it out because he's such a good free throw shooter, and I say that, and the 76% free throw shooter misses. Probably a moot point here because a 14-point lead with 36 seconds to go is pretty safe. Second free throw is good, so it's now a 15-point ball game. Dribbling that left wing is going to be August Fischel. Fischel is going to give it off, and Adam Lundin hits it from about 30 feet away. Wow. Adam Lundin strokes in the three-pointer, and a timeout being taken by Axtell. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 
26.1 to go here. 72 to 60, 12-point lead for the Broncos. They'll inbound it. We get back to the Bureau Event Center after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, First Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. Ball inbound there for Braden Eckout. Eckout trying to play a little keep away, dribble away from everybody. He still gets fouled anyway. So he's going to go to the line and shoot a couple. As the uh, foul is called on August Fischel, his third, somewhat of a moot point. Free throw is good for Eckout. He makes the first of two. He's got 20 points in the ball game. And that second one is no good. Rebounded by Maxwell. Maxwell kicks up ahead here for Lundeen. Lundeen's going to fire a very long three-pointer that's an air ball. It's going to be pulled down by Braden Eckhout, and they're going to let him dribble this one out. 73-60 to 60 is going to be our final. Four seconds left. And uh, ball on the hip. Now we'll hand the uh, ball over here to Jim Langan and Axtell and Amherst will shake hands and congratulate each other on an outstanding effort, and Amherst is going to come away with the conference title. Your final, 73-60. to Leading the way here for Amherst is going to be holding Eckhout with 25. Big brother Braden had 20 in the ballgame. Another 10 for Trey Tommenheim. Again, your final, 73-60. to Amherst with the win over Axtell. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. The New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up after this timeout. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. The Aurora Cooperative Energy Division handles a full line of premium energy products for all of your agricultural, trucking, and automotive needs. This includes bulk fuel delivery of ethanol-blended gasoline, as well as Ruby Fieldmaster Premium Diesel Fuel. Call or stop in your nearest Aurora Cooperative today to order your bulk oil, bulk fuels, and stock up on tubes of grease as you begin preparation for spring field work. For all of your farm's fuel and oil needs, the Aurora Cooperative. Growing opportunities. 
Even more basketball at the ninth annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Deron Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic February 13th. Single tickets good for all eight games featuring seven area teams. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. And a limited number of tickets also at TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. Well, right now, Amherst handing out their championship medals as Bill Giffen is handing them out to every one of the players. We're going to try to talk with the coach here on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Amherst 73, Axdell 60 is our final. Next up for Amherst on Friday, they'll be at Elm Creek. Uh, also Friday, Axdell will be back to work. They'll be in Elwood to take on the Pirates. So uh, nice uh, nice win here for Amherst. Axdell played well, still scoring 60 against a very good team, but Amherst just plays this game at such a high pace. And uh, Axdell was, uh, was 4 of 21 from three-point range. Axdell was 6 of 26, so he saw... 47 three-pointers attempted uh, in this ball game. Let's check the uh, individual numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Axtell. Leading the way for them was August Fischel. He finished with 15 points and five rebounds. Adam Lundin with 11 points, four rebounds. Cody Nickel had 10 points, seven rebounds. Colton Maxwell had six points and a couple of rebounds. Tyson Marsh with six points, two rebounds. Austin Fischel with five points, three rebounds. Parker Siss, who had a lot of foul trouble, he finished with four points, a couple of rebounds. Sturgis Hansen had three points and six rebounds here in the game. They're going to take a, a team picture here for uh, Amherst, and then hopefully we'll have a chance to talk with uh, Bill Giffen for Amherst. Let's check the uh, Broncos' numbers, individual scoring. We mentioned the Eckout brothers have an outstanding game. Holden led the way with 25 points and 10 rebounds. Braden Eckout had 20 points and 6 rebounds. Trey Toppenheim, 10 points, 5 rebounds. Trevor Adlong had 9 points. Ty Hadwiger, 5 points, 5 rebounds. Peyton Call with a couple of points and a rebound. And Taylor Killen had 2 points in the ball game. We'll check some more individual numbers for you and hopefully have a chance to talk with the coach as we continue with more of the new West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. 
And welcome back here to the Viral Event Center. Uh, final score in this one, it's Amherst picking up the conference title 73-60 to over Axtell. Kind enough to join us to talk about it. Bill Giffen, head basketball coach here for Amherst. And congratulations. This game played kind of the way you want to play the style of ball game. It was a, yeah. a high-tempo game and a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I think we did what we needed to do to win. Um, you know, Axtell, I, I figured it wasn't going to be like uh, the December ball game. They've improved so much and and, uh, you know, if they're going to the hole, we uh, really didn't have an answer to that at times. And, and uh, they were pretty aggressive going to the hole. And, and I don't think we maybe shot as well. Uh, you know, I haven't looked at the, the stats, but uh, uh, what stands out, I think Holden had a heck of a game. It sounded like 25. A, yeah. Yeah, 25. Now, that, he needed to come up big. And, and uh, you know, rebounds early. They got us down rebounding. We kind of caught up. And, and then, you know, some foul trouble, I guess, uh, resulted in, in them you know, widening the gap in the rebound area. He went with three, I guess you'd call them bigs, uh, you know, but at uh, point in time, I think that helped a little bit rebounding-wise. But, uh, you know, uh, hats off to Axtell. They played played a great game, and, and uh, hats off to our guys. We, we got her done and got the first FKC tournament. Somebody hunted a story and said in the mid-'60s. Really? Uh, since first 1960, one since... well, 63 or something like that. I think I was like four years old or whatever, so that's gonna. <laughs> it's gonna have no idea, but uh, anyway, it's a good good win. It, it it is a nice win, and one of the things that always impresses me about your team is is how well you you spread the floor and then pass the ball around. The penetration, kick out, or around the perimeter, it doesn't matter. You guys really pass the ball very well. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think uh, you know, for the most part we did that did that pretty well. I think some of the some of the foul trouble uh, uh, got us into maybe some predicaments where we didn't have. Uh, everybody hitting on all cylinders, but uh, so that was kind of herky jerky. But you got to give a lot of that to Axtell. They play, they played a heck of a ball game. And you guys, both sides pressured the ball quite a bit, and really both teams handled it pretty well. Not a lot of turnovers for for, for either team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, yeah. one thing you guys do well is you guys handle the ball well. Yeah, and yeah, and, and, you know normally we we expect to get uh, the other team in double digit turnovers, and and uh, you know they didn't they didn't give it up. You know I think first time we played we had. We probably forced them into maybe 25 turnovers, and they were definitely cleaner that way, and, and uh, it's just kind of the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, and uh, they're big on the inside. Sturgis Hansen changes and alters a lot of shots, but yet you guys were still, and he didn't get in any kind of foul trouble at all, but uh, he was able to attack pretty well. You guys were able to still attack pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, you know, I think Ty had a good ball game, and, and uh, he was he was attacking, and, of course, Holden's. Uh, he's you know, picked a really good time for that ball game, and uh, you know Peyton gave us some good moments there, there too, and and uh, so uh, yeah, just hats off to everybody. We I think we we played a good ball game. I uh, we'll talk about defense next you know this week in practice and, and try to try to do a little bit better job of that. Well, first conference win since the mid 1960s. Put that in perspective for me. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they can really fathom that. You know, that's way back in the dark ages. So, anyway. Yeah, well, the laces weren't on the ball back then, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Bill, congratulations. Nice win. Thank you. Thanks for your coverage. All right, final score in this one, 73-6, to the Amherst with a win over Axtell. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk with uh, Axtell head coach Chris Callen as we continue with more of the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show after this. When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. 
turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. A 73-60 to 60 win here for uh, Axtell. And kind enough to join us to talk about it. Chris Callen, head basketball coach here for Axtell. And, again, this was, this was a fun game to watch, a fun game to call. I mean, uh, you guys like to run the floor. Amherst likes to run the floor. And, and you, you play Amherst. A lot of people want to slow it down. That's not your style of ball. You guys played uh, your A game, and I thought you guys played extremely well. Yeah, I'm not disappointed in, in the fact that, that we, uh, for how we played, we, we certainly played much better this game than we did the first game against them. It's disappointing to lose. However, losing by 13 to Amherst or whatever the difference was, I think it was 13. Yeah, 73 that's a, that's a pretty good day for, for most teams, and uh, especially compared to they rolled us pretty hard the first game. And so I love to see the progression that we've made. I love to see how, how hard we fought. I believe we got down by 16 at one point, and things started to feel like, oh, okay, this might, this might be it for us. And uh, fortunately, I have some boys that stepped up and said, no, we're, we're seniors. This isn't going to be the way this goes. And so uh, we made a little run there at the end of the second quarter that yep. was very big for us going in at uh, just down by seven at halftime was really crucial uh, to let, let the boys believe that, yes, we, we, actually, we can compete with these guys. And uh, so that was a big help. But we also just uh, we got a lot tougher defensively tonight than we were in the first game. We, we were absolutely just uh, physically tougher and mentally tougher. It's so taxing to play a team like Amherst because they have just so many guys that can shoot the ball so well, and they're they're so aggressive, and they don't hesitate with anything. Yeah, and they they go they go right at it. Now you had an 18 point deficit at the end of the first quarter, 11-0 run that you ended, you know that that second quarter. So you had the locker room with a with a fair amount of momentum. I mean, Correct. you had to really kind of feel good about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. As, again, especially for the luck we had the first game against them, but. Uh, we also felt good because they had some foul trouble, and we, so we felt good that we could capitalize on that hopefully in the second half some more and get a few more fouls called on them, and then we, we could take this into the fourth quarter. And one thing I told them is that one advantage that we have over them is that they haven't really been pressed hard in the fourth quarter yet right. this year. And so we weren't just assuming that that means they would fold. However, because they hadn't had to do it yet, we were just hoping that you know, the press, or excuse me, the stress of the conference championship and um, not being as comfortable as easy are, maybe we, we'd be able to capitalize a little bit. And that didn't really happen exactly that way, but we kept fighting until the very end. So we didn't give up. And uh, again, right now it, we're pretty disappointed, but I think in a day or two, especially when we get to Friday and Saturday, we'll, we'll understand how much playing Amherst tonight and being able to play with them as well as we did really helped us. Bill was saying that in the first time you guys got together that you guys, Axtell, turned the ball over, he thought, about 25 times. I had you with eight turnovers tonight. Talk about how you were able to handle this pressure because you guys did, I thought, a good job of handling the ball in the face of a very good yeah, defensive team. Absolutely, and that was, 
uh, key point number one coming into the season that I wanted to see these guys progress at was ball handling. Uh, looking back at last year's uh, film and last year's, I uh, had some time with them at, at uh, league play. They, we were not great ball handlers. Not, uh, not that they weren't great ball handlers completely. They didn't have much confidence when the first when the press came up on them. And so we've worked hard on that all year. That first game, we just got uh, we got out of out of whack real early because of what we were doing defensively. It wasn't so much the turnovers that caused our problem in the first game. It was more that we got behind so early and then started to to really feel the stress and then threw the ball away too much. Tonight, we've uh, throughout the course of the season, we've only averaged about 11 or 12 turnovers a game. And for how much we like to push the, the yeah, pace, I am very pleased yeah, with that. And so, especially against a team like Amherst tonight, though, that's great news. I wasn't aware of that. I knew that it wasn't many. Uh, if it's under double digits, then I'm very pleased with that. So that's things that we'll carry into the next game and say, hey, guys, we could do this against Amherst. We we can play Amherst and only have eight turnovers. That that means we we can we can still get better. But that's a big plus we have for us going into sub districts and districts time when we play teams that we're not used to or that do some things that we haven't played against. That's uh, their confidence builders. Yeah. How do you where do you see? Uh, your season's wrapping up. You only right. got about another full week of, of regular season here. Where do you kind of see this team? Uh, I I hate to say that we're that we're peaking right now. I don't feel like that we're peaking. We certainly have an injury to, to Tyson Marsh still that we have to deal with. He was able to play tonight that we were not expecting. Uh, he's got an injury. A couple of the other guys have, have not been playing as well lately as they have been, but the luxury that, that I have that I don't take for granted is I've got 10 seniors that if one or two guys tonight aren't playing that well, I've got more bodies on the bench that can replace them and score. We're a very evenly scoring team as far as the point distribution every game is it's different each time but, it, but over the course of the season i got uh, at least six or seven guys that are averaging around nine points a game so uh that that by itself doesn't alarm me i wish that we were playing a little better than we were right now but we have uh elwood this friday and then southwest saturday we got those two games left and then against southern valley next friday so we've got three games to get polished up before sub-district play and uh, Southern Valley is not a not a team that we want yeah. to not be. We want to be polished before we get to Southern Valley, and not, not taking anything away from Elwood or Southwest either, because those are both very capable teams. Uh, Southwest Saturday night, so uh, we're not we're not peaking, but I still feel very good about. Especially uh, this game tonight will be a big confidence boost after tomorrow after tonight's over with. When we get over the the being disappointed that mm-hmm. uh, that we lost. I think we'll walk away from here, especially as we start practice tomorrow and the next day, feeling really good about how we played against Amherst, and that alone should help us feel better about the, the next games coming up. I know it does me, uh, and so hopefully the guys will take that correctly. We talk a lot about the mental side of things, and uh, that's what we need to do in order to get better is realize, yeah, we, we got our lumps handed to us a, a little bit again tonight, but we should be pretty proud about hanging with Amherst as much as we did, being within seven at halftime um, and pushing the game into the fourth quarter. So. Uh, as a coach, I feel great about that. I'm, I'm not the senior boy that is disappointed to, to be the runner-up that, yeah. that some of them are, but I think after tonight, tomorrow comes around, they'll, they'll realize that we actually did something pretty well tonight. Yeah, you did, Chris. Hey, congratulations. Nice game yeah. tonight. Good luck to you down the stretch. Thank you very much, Randy. Chris Callen, head basketball coach here for Axtell as Amherst wins at 73-60. to 60. Uh, You heard the, the coach mentioning that they travel to Elwood on Friday. Also on Friday, Amherst would be back in action. They'll be traveling to take on Elm Creek tomorrow will be on the air here on ESPN Radio from Hastings as the Tigers playing host to Carney High in a girl-boy doubleheader beginning at 6. And uh, on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, we're simulcasting with them tonight as well. On our FM station on Classic Hits, we'll be also in Kearney over at Kearney Catholic as Centura is in town for a girl-boy doubleheader also beginning at 6 o'clock. I'm Randy Bushcutter. Thanks so much for joining us. For our engineers, Billy Thompson and Jeff Axtrom back in the studios. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody.
For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.